Kate McClellan, pro wedding planner with over 16 years of experience helping more than 400 couples down the aisle. I started Planning Collective to help all couples get through the overwhelm of wedding planning by sharing my actionable tips and tools that I've used over the years working with my clients. We'll focus on getting rid of what I like to call FOWO, the fear of wedding oversight. This is an unfortunate condition that almost every couple will suffer from at some point. Let's get you back to enjoying the planning process. Here we go. Hey guys, Kate here, and welcome back to another unique episode of the Wedding Planning Collective podcast. In this episode, I'm sharing with you the conversation that I had over on IGTV with the amazing stationer, Leah Moss. We talked all about wedding stationary needs and timelines, so you definitely want to check it out. If you would like to watch the video replay of this, you can find it over at Planning Collectively on Instagram. And of course, while you're there, make sure to follow Leah at Leah E. Moss. Thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode. Today, so Leah does, for those of you that might not know Leah, Leah does a little bit of everything in the stationery, and um, I first met you doing calligraphy, um, as like a side thing. So that's where I first knew you from, from calligraphy and signs and all of that. And now you also do a bunch of just beautiful um, invitation suites, watercolor painting, like a whole bunch of stuff. It's crazy, all the things that, uh, that you. artistic people can do. <laughs> yes, it is worth mentioning that any, um, my screen keeps going dark. I don't know why. Mine's done that a couple of times too. I can't figure out what it is. So if I keep going forward to tap, that's why it's going to I might to be doing dark. that too. Yeah. Yeah. It hasn't been every time, but every once in a while it'll go dark and yeah. Okay. So Thanks. anyway, any invitations that I do all still incorporate calligraphy only. I don't use any script fonts because first and foremost, I'm a calligrapher. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, again, I can't even, that is so, I can't remember who I was talking to about this um it might have been tim about video last week but like in every every vendor's category we're all like oh i can't imagine how you know <laughs> they do that or like oh god i would be the worst photographer but legit like I, no one can read my writing <laughs> like just even when i'm trying so i can't even imagine trying to make it like pretty and i've even bought those like little kit things just to try and make my handwriting better if it makes you feel any better, my actual handwriting, like for a grocery list, is not that good. I have seen you post stuff of your list, and and you are, you know, your your um, level of what's not good is is definitely different than mine because <laughs> I can read what you posted. That's fair. Yeah, but that's why you do what you do, and uh, yeah, we're all in our our own. Everybody stays world. in their lane for a reason. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So um, I want to talk about um, the different um, offerings that you have, but I thought it'd be interesting to first talk about what you do and the difference between for couples that are engaged in thinking about invitations but haven't really gotten into it. There are a few different categories of things that are Absolutely. out there as options. And I think a lot of couples know there's like the template type design like the minted, Zazzle, those kind of companies where you just go on, plug in your information. Yeah. And then there's the custom where you meet with somebody that fully puts it together. Yeah. Um, and then there are some in-between options. So I figured you'd be the best person to, to kind of summarize what each one of those are, maybe some pros and cons to totally. them. Yeah. So the first option that you mentioned is a templated option. And you are right that Minted or Zazzle, some of these big box companies would be a template where you pick your base design, everything is basically laid out for you, and then it's up to you to input your information for the text. Mm -hmm. And everything is basically predetermined in terms of colors. And I know that Minted typically gives like, here are three color versions sometimes within that base yeah. design, but it's, it's not really very many. Anything that's like a watercolor element is fixed. Um, placement is fixed. Sizing is fixed. It's based on here's the space that's left. And it is on you as the engaged couple to input your information. Yeah. So typically, you've got tab number one with Minted or Zazzle open. Yeah. And tab 
tab number two with a Google search frantically yeah. <laughs> figuring out the etiquette of how do we yeah. order a wedding invitation. Yeah. My parents are divorced or, you know, there's step parents or, you know, all those dynamics. Right. Or who's it. hosting or how do we include my fiance's parents or how do you just parent? Yes. All yeah. of those things. So tab one ends up being what your template is that you're plugging into. And tab two is how the heck do we fill that in? Yeah. Um, it's also worth mentioning that there are tons of awesome templates that are available from providers on Etsy and other indie vendors that if you didn't want to go the, the big box route, you can still go with an indie vendor directly yeah. where you just purchase a, a digital download and then you're basically responsible for the printing of it. The advantage okay. of Minted or Zazzle is that they handle the printing. Um, but if you really want to go the template route as well, there are, there are multiple ways to do that. Okay. With those on Etsy, do you have, is it the same idea that you're still purchasing like the design of it? You can't alter Everything too much is, of it. Everything is set, preset, and then you basically type in your information in the space that's left over. Gotcha. But you're able to support a more independent business versus the right. big apps. Gotcha. Right. Um, pros to the template solution. It's your cheapest option. And typically the turnaround time is fastest mm -hmm. because they do such high volume. And so they are able to turn things around quickly because you are part of a, you are one cog in a very large machine. Yes. And so they're, yeah. they're just plugging through things very quickly. Yeah. So the advantage for couples right now, I totally understand that people are like really trying to wait until the last minute until they're making the call of go, no go. Yeah. Um, and so if you really want to push that limit, that may be your only option, depending yeah. on how late you go. Yeah. I've, I've had clients that get their products like within a week of, you know, right. the proof and all of that. So it really is, like you mentioned, that's, that's, if you're in a time crunch, <laughs> that's the route right. to go. Right. Yeah. Um, at the complete opposite end of the spectrum is a fully custom stationary experience where that is where you are meeting with somebody one-on-one. -on -one, there is no binder of design. There is no starting point. It's let's talk about the two of you. Let's talk about what you want your day to feel like. Let's talk about what print methods feel relevant to the type of event that you're hosting. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the aesthetics of the event that you're hosting and the formality level and all of that. Let's talk about your budget and let's do everything that is representative just for the two of you. So yeah. is that, let's paint your venue. Let's include your dog. Let's, <laughs> you know, do a crest with your full, you know, heirloom elements. Mm -hmm. um, why use white paper? We don't have to. The world is our oyster. Yeah. Right? And you so get really creative. you can get really creative. So the pros there is that sky's the limit, yeah. right? Um, it is 100% intentional. It is 100% unique to you. You have the full kind of like the full experience of a service oriented start to finish, you know, walk through with a professional yeah. where we're meeting about your color palette. We're meeting about your design. We're meeting at every step of the way you have access to a, an expert. Mm -hmm. Um, and typically, at least with my custom clients, I am so fortunate that lots of them elect to work with me for not just their invitation, but the day of their wedding. And oftentimes they're saved the date as well. Yeah. So now you're talking about one vendor all the way through. You don't have to find this on Amazon and this on Etsy and trying to scramble to make this match. And it sort of matches, but it doesn't really. Um, everything is cohesive. Everything is coordinated. Everything is intentional, and you found it under one roof. Yeah, and you don't have to. You can save yourself the headache. I think um, that's one of the biggest things too, because you can also remind them what they're going to need, if especially if they're not working with a planner. That's saying, okay, remember you need your uh, the RSVP cards that go with it, but then you also need your place cards. Are you doing a menu card? Are you doing and totally. all of those things that can often be forgotten until it's crunch time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and so working with somebody one-on-one, -on -one, you get that full service oriented experience. Yeah. Pros all, that we just outlined. Con typically is that that is a sizable investment because you are paying for all custom artwork. You are paying for 
a complete service-oriented experience yeah. all the way through custom mood boards, custom design, vision, all of that, sketches all the way through yeah. printing and production. Yeah. So the con there is that that's an investment. And most yeah. of my clients um, who go with that route are making a very sizable investment for their overall wedding. Yeah. And I get that that is not the majority of couples out there, right? That's just mm -hmm. not feasible for most people. Yeah. And that's totally okay, which is why I developed my semi-custom line last year because I recognized that like we were not, like when we were engaged, we were not my client, you know, my yeah. client for the custom solution. Like if I were engaged, I wouldn't have been able to afford that level of investment. And that's totally okay. We were like more normal. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, it's like everybody can't afford a full service planner. Correct. You know, and there's and nothing there's wrong some... with having a month of planners. Exactly. They are worth their weight in gold. But yeah. like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, so a semi-custom option is sort of the like Goldilocks, just right. Mama bear, pop bear, just right kind yeah. of situation. So you get the benefit of still working with an individual rather than having the frantic Google search of how, <laughs> what do we need? How are we doing this? What are we supposed to put here? You, you can ditch all you of have that. Some support. <laughs> you have the support. You have that yeah. from an expert start to finish. You also have the advantage that everything is available in one place to coordinate. So I offer save the dates and invitations online and then for okay. anybody who has purchased invitations with me prior to their wedding i send an order form for all of the day of stuff basically walking through how a guest would experience their wedding weekend so from the time that they check in at that hotel is there a welcome bag is there a note in that bag does that bag have a gift tag on it um, okay. all the way through ceremony do you want to do programs do you want to do a sign cocktail hour, escort cards, how are people finding their seat? When they get to their table, or is there a menu waiting for them? Mm -hmm. Walking them through the whole event all the way through thank you notes with recommended quantities based on their guest count and all of that sort of stuff. So they can basically say, this feels like a priority, this doesn't, and then everything then matches. It's all coordinated. It's all okay. done to coordinate with what they've already chosen for their invitation. Okay. And they still have the benefit of working with a real person. Yeah. Also, my entire semi-custom collection, mine is specifically text only. Um, there are other okay. indie designers that have some where it's like, this is our geometric one. This is a floral one where there are different designs. Yeah. All of my designs as it stands right now are just text. Okay. However, my differentiator as a calligrapher is that all of the text that's featured in the designs is calligraphy. It's done by hand just for the couple from scratch from the beginning. I don't use any script fonts. So like this is an example. This was done by hand for the couple and then I scan it in and oh, digitize okay. it for the printing. Okay. No different than this. Very different script style. Yeah. It's totally different, um, but calligraphy nonetheless. And you've done those all by hand? Correct. So they're done by hand once. They're then okay. scanned in, and then I digitize them. So then let's say you're printing 100 sets. All 100 sets are identical. It's not like I'm writing out 100 invitations Perfect. by hand. Yeah. That yeah. would be bananas. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then online i offer as part of the checkout process all of the bells and whistles start to finish so if you okay. want to add an envelope liner or you want to add a wax oh, gotcha. or you want to upgrade to envelope calligraphy or um digital envelope printing for your guest's address all of that kind of stuff which as sort of a, a detriment i don't want to throw minted under the bus right like they do a great job they exist yeah. they're a great service but if you want to order your stuff on minted and then you want to have your envelopes calligraphed or you want to get a wax seal or whatever like now you have to go find another vendor anyway yeah yeah um so i feel like the semi-custom collection really and from me and from other indie vendors, it just provides that really good sweet spot for couples mm -hmm. who want to have an elevated experience, who care about their stationery, but don't care like to make it the top priority. Yeah. Um, 
and who want to have some investment and care about the print method. Maybe they want letterpress. Maybe they want foil stamping. Um, may, or maybe they want some of those little, you know, extra touches. Well, yeah. But like <laughs> they don't. Yeah, but they don't want to, you know, go all in on a on a really <laughs> intense investment, yeah. and that's totally understandable. Yeah, um, exactly. So that's sort of like the lay of the land in terms of the okay. the chunks. Yeah. But then within the chunks, there are definitely huge ranges. Mm -hmm. So within that semi-custom collection, for example, a digitally printed invitation that is the, the base package that I have includes the invitation card with an envelope with the return address printed, and then an RSVP card and the RSVP envelope with the person's name who's basically collecting your responses yeah. pre-printed. That is like the base package. That package digitally printed versus the same quantity foil stamped or letterpress printed with an envelope liner, with envelope calligraphy added, with a wax seal added, whatever. It's technically identically designed, yeah. but they're very different price points. And I okay. feel like the beauty of it is that you can kind of build your own adventure of what feels comfortable for your budget yeah. and what feels like aesthetically purposeful for what you're trying to achieve with your, with your vision for your wedding. Yeah. And like you said, too, it's, uh, it's all about the couple's priorities and, you know, where that falls and not just priorities, like what they like and appreciate, but what their budget <laughs> allows for that. Right. Too. And you can, you can take a priority in either kind of camp, like yeah. an aesthetic preference and a financial um, constraint. <laughs> and that's totally fine. That, that serves as a priority across the board. Um, and what's been so fascinating is every single couple who has purchased the semi-custom collection has picked a different combination in some way. So that's going to be fun for you too. As so the, it's seeing like, designer. oh, this color combination or this same text color with a different envelope looks totally different yeah. or this little upgrade versus this upgrade and like seeing how people choose to build that has been awesome. Yeah. And now that's all done online or do you have like a short consultation with them? Not like you're, you're fully custom. How does that work? How so it is designed that it should be straightforward that you could check out on your own. And okay. so for people who are like, I'm on my sofa, I, wa I wanna just like do this and be done with it, yeah. go nuts. There's a collection guide on there, you can read through it. It's got some common questions and it's designed that it should be simple that you go through step-by-step step and yeah. make your selections. However, <laughs> I know that stationery is weirdly specific and confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And so I offer a complimentary video chat consultation okay. for anybody, no obligation, no pressure to purchase, um, but we'll talk about their budget, we'll talk about their color palette, we'll talk about what those kinds of priorities that feel most yeah. important to them. And after our call, I send over a personalized shopping list that okay. literally walks them through click here, add this, pick this color, this is what we talked about, and it's step-by-step step to walk okay. them through the entire checkout process. And I had a client email me back and she was like, I was checked out in less than 90 seconds. Oh, that's awesome. So they get the help and support of making sure they know, because I'm sure there are some things like us, like every category we've talked about, you know, the education process from the vendor to the client. And, you know, we have conversations that might sound super foreign to people that aren't in the industry. So I'm sure there's some terminology and things within that site that's like, well, what is that? Or like, why would I want a wax seal? But then if they talk to you about it, but then they don't have to wait for a quote or wait for correct proofs and designs and all of that, they can then go right out and, and check yep. out, but still yep. get the answers. And so they check out online, they pay for their order from the website, everything is done electronically. And then once they've checked out, I send over a um, a wording questionnaire that they basically fill out with all of the nuts okay. and bolts of parents' names, their names, who's hosting, do they want it to feel formal, do they want it to feel informal, all the nuts and bolts about their ceremony, location, reception information, yeah. do you want to indicate dietary restrictions, are you asking for a meal choice, all of that sort of stuff. I then put that together and then send over a wording draft. Okay. It eliminates the Google. Like, right? You are like, their Google, yeah. Right. And so I basically send over, okay, so-and-so, based on what you told me of who's hosting, 
who's divorced, um, where your ceremony is, family dynamics, all of that, what time, what attire you've specified, all of those sorts of things. Here's a complete wording draft of all of the elements of that invitation. Yeah. That's and let me know that that looks good, and then I will send over your. Or they can make adjustments if, if needed. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. But then it's like, okay, we're good on the wording, and then let me send over the complete mock-up for you to review with your proof of each element now that it's designed. Yeah. Oh, that sounds awesome. That's like yeah. such a, a good. I want to say happy medium, but a happy medium. It really it truly is. Yeah, especially if you know, again, that budget just doesn't allow for the fully custom. Totally. Um, and I would so. say it's like a medium price point too. It's like, okay, it's a happy medium in terms of experience level um, yeah. because we're not doing that two hour long meeting of going through swatch deck after swatch deck and sketching out everything, every detail um, because the base design is already done. Yeah. Um, but you still get a one-on-one experience you still get access to that expert you still have somebody that's in your corner if you have questions yeah um and from a pricing standpoint it's definitely more than a minted etsy kind of template yeah. option but it is not nearly as much as what the custom investment level okay. would be and so i feel like it it really is exactly what you said it's that happy medium okay i know you're gonna be mad at me for this question but like any other category with a vendor you can find somebody on craigslist to do your event for experience, you know, from a planner or photographer, you know. I don't recommend you. that. I'd yeah, I, I do not recommend that either, but like technically, yes, you could go out and spend like a hundred bucks on a photographer or have your cousin do it on their iPhone. Again, don't recommend yeah, it. And then there are the best. Hope it works yeah. out for you. <laughs> then there's the other end of the spectrum where, you know, there's the, the super high price point. So I know we're not comparing apples to apples and the minted option is typically the lower end of the price point what would you say average i know this is so this is why i know you're gonna hate the question because there is no average since every like we went through all those different options but like what what would you say is a range for the custom design versus the semi-custom or is it really just you can't put a price out there So it's a little bit challenging to give a number because it's affected by not just, is it custom versus semi-custom versus but it's also quantity based. Yeah. And And so that's the difference with like a photographer is like their fee is their fee, whether you've got five people there, you've got 500 people there. Maybe they'd add on a couple of extra hours or something, but like the fee is the fee. Yeah. Um, I will say that I go down to as few as 25 sets. So for intimate weddings, I know that that's a big thing right now. Yeah. Intimate weddings are there. I can say that for the semi-custom collection for a hundred sets, that's pretty typical. Um, That could be done for less than a thousand dollars. Okay. It could also go up a lot from there. Um, I would say many of my couples with the semi-custom collection have been around 1800 to 2000. For their stationery. Um, Custom clients, their investment typically is $5,000 and up. Um, I obviously have worked with couples for a lot less, depending on event size and all of that. I've also had clients spend five figures on their stationery. So if you've got a huge wedding (laughs) or you've got every single bell and whistle upgrade, crazy experience. If you're doing a lot of hand-designed drawings and and additions, and like you said, incorporating the the crest, which you've done in the past for for us and it's been beautiful, like all those details and the stamps and everything like that, it certainly adds up. And that's why I was like, you're going to hate this question because there's no... no, It's a range because my custom collection, like anything that is a custom design for a client includes at least two pieces of custom artwork. Like, okay, that's like the base expectation. And so that separates it from the semi-custom collection because right off the bat, you are paying for those pieces that are done just for you in addition to all of the calligraphy that you would want as part of your design. Whereas with the semi-custom collection, it's just what calligraphy do you have incorporated with your design? Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it really is. That's one of the things that it's so hard. And um, I know I'm asking that question because that's the one thing that couples often think like, okay, but what's the price? (laughs) But that helps really explain why it's not an easy, like, oh, it's this much per piece. 
because it really just depends on all of these different things. Now you can go to a site like Minted where it is like, this is how much it is because you don't have all those options or. And I will say, yeah. if you want to price shop on my website, like go nuts, price shop, build it yourself. So yeah. there by quantity, all of the um, sweet designs are priced to the same as one another. So okay. pick a design that you love and choose your quantity and then start building your package. And at the very bottom, it'll auto populate based on what selections you've made with that grand total. So you okay. can say, oh, okay, if we add those wax seals, how much does that change yeah. our price? Or, oh, if we add those envelope liners, how much does that add? Yeah. All of those sorts of things. So if you want to oh, that's shop, such a great feature. Go nuts. Well, that's a great way for them to um, play around with it and see, get an idea of what the pricing is going to be before you guys have that time going through it, which helps you too. So you're not yeah. spending time and then realizing, you know, they only have a couple hundred dollars to spend on the invitations. Totally. I yeah. will say, I think right now, intimate weddings are not going anywhere. Um, yeah. I think that that's a, a reality that... Intimate can obviously mean lots of different quantities, but I would say events on the smaller side, probably at least with the spring, are here to stay for a little while. Um, and so two big considerations for smaller events from a stationary standpoint with pricing that people are often really surprised about is custom design is no cheaper for smaller weddings than it is for big events. The work because is on the, yeah, doing the, the painting, yeah. all of those design meetings, all of that effort is identical, whether you print one or you right. print a thousand. So it incrementally increases the more that you're doing, but yeah. it still isn't cheap to just one, or we just need 10 or whatever. Um, likewise, yeah. um, the bulk of the price for letterpress and foil stamping is centered in the plate that is made with your physical design that oh. then gets physically like smushed into the paper. Yeah. Um, and then the press person's setup time. It's really complex to set up a letterpress or a foil stamping like print run. And okay. so then once it's set up and it's registered correctly and all of that, then are they printing one or are they printing yeah. a thousand? But the bulk of that fee Just is incurred regardless. Yeah. So a big sense. kind of like sticker shock I've been seeing with a lot of people is, oh, well, we only need a small number. Why yeah. is letterpress so crazy expensive? Well, you're paying for that setup no matter how many you're running, right? Yeah. So a way to kind of circumvent that that I found that is really great for clients who are hosting a, a smaller event without like going crazy with the budget yeah. <laughs> is if you print your invitation cards digitally printed um, because that is the least expensive option for the main package. But then all of those a la carte kind of like bells and whistles, those little upgrades, those are all priced per piece and those don't change based on quantity. So something that may not be as attainable with 200 sets that you're mailing out may be a lot more feasible with 25. Yeah. So maybe you wouldn't have been able to afford upgrading to envelope calligraphy for your guests with 200 people. Yeah. But for 25. With 25 people, it's like, that's a lot more palatable or adding that wax seal. Or if you want to do vintage postage, those yeah. sorts of details that feel a little bit more approachable um, when you don't have, you know, a ballroom full of hundreds of people to, yeah, stationary too. we saw that a little bit last year in like the downsizing of events where, you know, I had clients that were like, well, we were going to do 150, but now that we're down to 40, let's upgrade the bar, let's upgrade the menu, let's throw in some of these other details that we weren't going to do just because it would have cost so much. But I think now when couples are intentionally going into these smaller weddings, they're going to be able to think about those little details that maybe especially if design is important to them and you know they've been following the pinterest and instagram accounts with with beautiful designs on weddings but to do something like that can be so expensive for so many people well if you're doing a smaller group or a smaller gathering you can upgrade that stationery you can upgrade the centerpieces and 
Yeah, and it elevates the whole guest experience from yeah. start to finish. And it's like way more attainable to do that with a smaller group, which I love. Yeah. Um, and my take on it is like, if somebody gets an envelope in the mail, that's oversized, that's got hand calligraphy for hand on calligraphy for their address, they flip it over and there's a wax seal with the couple's monogram. They open it up. There's an envelope liner. They pull out a thing with a belly band with all of the pieces together nobody really cares if the card itself is digitally printed. Yeah. I mean, if you have budget to like make it letterpress or make it foil stamped, great, let's do it. Bring it on. But if you don't want to make that leap of an investment for 25 people, do those extra touches so that it elevates that whole package. Um, It's, it's sort of one of those things that it's like the sum is greater than the, the individual parts. Yeah. Yeah, because that total experience feels amazing at the mailbox. Well, and I think too, for most people that don't know the difference between like digital versus letterpress, obviously some really do know and appreciate that. But like getting something with a wax seal or you know something like I have never received anything with a wax seal that has not come from you. (laughs) So if I have somebody send me, so I'd be like, oh my gosh, this is impressive, you know. And it is whenever I've gotten something you know, if you're sent over, it's like those totally. are the little things that start that experience off. And right. Honestly, I want I people to right. have that like, oh my God moment at their mailbox. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And that's a perfect way to do it without doing that huge. So yeah, that's a, that's a great point. Let's talk about timing real quick. If you have uh, another yeah. couple of minutes and talk about the timing between it. And we talked about like the, if you're in a time crunch, that template yes. site is obviously, you know, maybe even the only route to go, depending on what your timing is. What is the average time frame from start of design to product in hand for like custom and then for semi-custom. Totally. So I think you you have the theme of the day in that it's a happy medium for a semi-custom yes. solution, <laughs> right? So you could have minted at your doorstep in 10 days, right? Yeah. Like just because they're churning like them said, out, yeah, right? The bulk, yeah. I will say in those 10 days, they may be crooked. It's happened. They may have trim marks on them, right? You may be in a situation where they're not exactly what you envisioned. Mm -hmm. Again, it just is what it is. It's a big company. They do a great job. They have customer service teams. They're there for a reason. Their turnaround time is super quick. You just have to be very careful to make sure that you check your order, that you're doing quality control. For what it is, Minted does a good job, but they it do is a great still, job. yeah. If yeah. they weren't doing a great job, they wouldn't be as big as they are. They're yeah. absolutely killing it. And yeah, it's like comparing, you know, going to a Target store for your clothes versus like an actual designer or something like that. You know, totally. it's great for the everyday stuff, and if you don't appreciate that piece of it, and it's totally. not a few, yeah, no, totally. But like, I check my clothes at, in the Target section to make sure that there's not like a little thing on the yeah. on the seam. <laughs> I still shop at Target, but like yeah. I check it. I'm not going to like be checking stuff at Neiman's. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So that is going to be the the quickest turnaround time. Semi-custom typically is between six and nine weeks from the date that you order to the date that you have it in hand. Um, That range exists for a couple of reasons. One, the back and forth between the client and me. So the expectation is that you are like prompt to reply to things like that wording draft in your proof. Yeah, if it takes a couple um, weeks to get a proof, then, you know. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, the other two big things are the print method. Digital printing is going to okay. be fastest. Letterpress and foil stamping are going to be slower. And then also, if you are doing envelope calligraphy for your guest addressing, yeah. that obviously adds a little bit of time because those are done individually by hand. So <laughs> that just takes some time. Yeah. Um, that being said, so typically clients mail their invitations eight weeks prior to their wedding date. I refer to when they send them as their mailing date. Yeah. A mailing date typically is that eight-week mark. Now, that could be sooner, like earlier, if you're hosting a wedding where there's a lot of people traveling, either mm-hmm. just that like your friends live out of state or whatever, and you're getting married where you grew up, or if you're hosting a destination wedding. Yeah. And in COVID times, it is worth mentioning that if you are sending an A-list set of invitations, seeing how those responses come in, and then maybe sending 
a B list kind of situation pending. Not earlier. Yeah. You want to send that first batch out sooner. Yeah. Um, but assuming that eight week mark with the semi custom collection, the the time that I would say is four months before your wedding date is when you need to have that ordered by. Gotcha. So what does that mean right now? That would be if your wedding is in June and you have not yet ordered your invitations, the time is now. <laughs> Clots ticking. Yeah, I saw you post something the other day, like June brides. <laughs> Get yeah, on. exactly. Yeah. Um, that being said, because I am one person and I am not the cog of the big machine, yeah. if you're if you saw that and you're having the like oh shit moment, am I allowed to swear? Oh, of course. <laughs> I like said that and I was like, oh god. <laughs> anyway, if you are having that oh shit moment, <laughs> relate. Yeah. I'm one person. Email me. Yeah. We will make it happen. We can do a rush a rush printing. We can get your process done faster. It may incur a bit of a rush fee, but like if you want to have that one-on-one -on -one experience and you're like, oh God, I'm late, let's make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. And then how about, custom. yeah, fully custom. It is a little bit slower just because we are starting from scratch. Yeah. The design. And so we will have a design kickoff call that will talk about what do your florals look like? What's your dress look like? Tell me about your venue. How did you meet? What's special to you guys? Um, all of those sorts of things first and then you get a sketch a mood board a, a full layout of everything um sketches of any artistic elements that are going to be incorporated you approve that there's that extra kind of step um that comes into play before yeah. we, we get moving on your first draft so it takes a little bit longer um i am working now with um clients booked clients to book for the end of the summer, basically. Okay. Um, I will say the period between like mid August and Labor Day, I cannot take on any more new inquiries for custom. The events happening. Correct. If your event, if your wedding date falls in that few week range, yeah. um, I have a couple of inquiries that are already pending that I want to give first priority to. Yeah. And um, otherwise, I'm already booked for that yeah. time because things are just a little You do crazy. a really good job of, of keeping track of your calendar, especially knowing that like when you book, the the work is most of the time not happening for a for while. Out. Yeah. And so you have to be, and there's only so many envelopes you can do in a day Before with your poor little hands. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting is that, as I was saying, especially with my custom clients, but now I've seen it with my semi-custom as well, that um, I kind of consider each of those mailings and things, events, a, a chunk or a phase. So the save the dates phase, the invitations phase, and then the day of your wedding, like those items yeah. as a phase. And okay. each of those phases happen months apart from one another. Yeah. And so I have the benefit of getting to, and the pleasure really of getting to work with couples for upwards of a year yeah. between their save the dates and then their day of stuff. Yeah. Um, but when I'm booking somebody, I'm putting stuff on their calendar for each of those phases of our work together up front to make sure that fast forward nine months and it's like, oh, now I don't have the bandwidth to help with your day of stuff. It's like, no, no, if you're booking with me, I want to make sure that you're getting that benefit start to finish. And that's a huge part of the custom piece. If you were doing like the template bulk orders, you don't need to really pay attention to that because it's just a matter of plugging it in and going. Right. But that's so, so the ordering process for the custom is probably adding another two months to the semi-custom. Yeah. You say about four months for a semi, maybe six months, but yeah, so in the reality. Bigger kicker, the bigger kicker with the ordering timeline for custom is that it's, I take on so, so few calendar. clients. Yeah. And so it's like, it's more of an availability thing than a timing thing. Yeah. If I have so availability, I could do it in the same amount of time. Yeah. Or maybe a little bit more, maybe an extra two weeks or something. But like, it's like, okay, do I actually have availability left yeah. within that? five month window right now if the answer would be for a july wedding i don't really know if i have time left yeah yeah i do for july this, this year for july i do but for august i don't yeah that's a really unique um challenge you have in that like so 
from a process. Well, same as you, right? Like once a date yeah. is booked, it's booked. Like, sorry, I'm not yeah. available on that day as your planner. Yeah, it's a little bit easier in in my mindset, at least. Like, okay, it's it's not available versus I have to plug in the time that I'm going to be working on something, even though it's because the actual day of the wedding isn't necessarily in your calendar. I mean, you probably you know track it. Right. But the actual and I also day. can take on more than one per day, which is a difference. Yeah. But I can't take on like I'm one person. I can't take on ten on one day. You know. Yeah. Um, but my brain literally is how can we work backward to put all of those things on a schedule that's yeah. going to make sense based on hard deadlines because no different than a wedding date, right? Like you got to be there at eight a.m. or whenever yeah. you're supposed to be there. That day is set. Um, a mailing date, in my mind, is the same, yeah. right? They got to go out. Yeah, it's got to be done by that date. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, that's an interesting way to think about it. So, and I hadn't really, uh, you know, I was thinking, okay, so if we add a couple of months to the to the time frame of putting those customs together, which, you know, the actual process, yes, but you need it's to be calendar much earlier than that. Because like you said, you work with most clients, they come to you with like the save the dates, or that's kind of the start of, that's the first stage, you know, and so at that point, they're already in your calendar for that later yeah. stage, even if you might not get into that process. Right. You know, so fully. it's interesting. I typically book a lot of my clients for fully custom, like late summer. Okay. Like probably August, September-ish. For the following. For the following year. Summer. Earth. So it's oh. like, we want to get our save the dates out before Thanksgiving. Yeah. We want to book with you now. We want to get on the calendar for our event right. next year. Yeah. 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 Because here, you know, the busiest time is August, September. And now. Although this October, year, I think it's going to be October, November. I know. People are holding off as late yeah. as possible, especially with the indoor events. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. You know, last year we're like, oh, 2021 is going to be crazy with weddings. But now you know, having more and more that are, are postponing. So. Yeah. I think it's all, I th I don't know about you, but I think my inbox has been sort of the wild west of like, we're last minute. We want to move forward. We're what's your postponement policy, yeah. you know, and everything in between. I feel like it's been a total ping pong, yeah. you know, people feeling like all over the place. They're just, and what are the options? Yeah. Do we, totally. do we postpone? Do we move to a different outdoor space? Cause I'm hopeful outdoor events over the summer will be, you know, more feasible. Yeah, similar to last year, and you know, there were a couple months where, where we could do outdoor events, you know, still smaller, but yeah, we'll see. So with that, if, if couples are in that limbo stage, they can do the design work, they can do, have everything kind of ready to go, and then just Pause. wait until printing, and then quantities, and if dates need to change, or whatever okay. happens. Totally. So the way that I am doing it for the semi-custom collection is you could order now, even if your wedding mm -hmm. isn't until this fall or whatever. I'm doing a sale this weekend, which was why yes, I, I, was ask you about so <laughs> I did want to mention that. Um, so you can take advantage of the savings and let's say your wedding's in October and you wouldn't be mailing until August. Yeah. Um, we'd be going to print, you know, midway through summer. And if you're like, let's just kind of see how things go, how things shake out, whatever that looks like. We can design it. You have no stress on timing. You can cross mm -hmm. it off your list. You can take advantage of a sale, which I feel like is great. And then we'll basically get it done and then press pause and that we yeah. don't have anything in print until it's closer to when we actually need to. So um, ready to go, you can get it Right, out and then it's like, all right, let's confirm that we're still good with dates and times and quantity and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, and I haven't had anybody in the position who has had to postpone after they've printed. Okay. Um, with any of my couples, everybody had postponed prior to, yeah. Prior to. Um, and we'll see what happens, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But um, for my fully custom clients, I am offering postponement announcement designs that fit with the invitation that we've designed at wholesale cost okay. um, with no design, oh, fee, no, you know, anything yeah. like that, just so that it's like, it's a sucky thing if you have to send it. So like, let's soften the blow a little bit yeah. just as a service. Um, and, uh, you know, I would offer 
uh, reprints if somebody had gone to print and needed to reprint invitations for a postponed event, I would offer those at a discount as well. Okay, perfect. Yeah, and that's one of the like, things. I, I want to be reasonable. It is, you know. No, it's no one's fault. Nobody can predict, especially now where it is just like we don't know. Like we're optimistic that this year is going to be better than last from an event standpoint, but we don't know yet. You know, nowhere to go but up. Yeah. Well, don't jinx it. <laughs> but one of the things too that I've been telling my clients, I am, um, I'm, I'm right on track with you. Usually, I recommend you know about eight weeks, no uh, closer than six weeks for mailing invitations and. And, you know, if you're doing the, the other, you know, tiers, you know, you send it out earlier, but and there's this, no shame in the A list, B list game. I get that. Especially right now. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's some family dynamics that can come into play that you might want to think about, but, but right now, if your wedding is within, you know, this, I mean, honestly, anytime in 2021, like if your guests get their invitation and in, you know, a month before the wedding, because you're holding off or like if the, if you're not following perfect timeline etiquette. Nobody's holding you to anything. Yeah, yeah. A lot of that is out the window right now that like, you know, keep people posted, especially if, you know, you think they're going to be invited or if there's travel involved, you know, let them know informally. But well, I would normally say, yeah, you got to get that invite out. People if are... you know there's an announcement coming in a week, hold off. Or if you, yeah. yeah, if you've sent invites out and you have to, or if you've sent save the dates out, normally I would say, no, absolutely. Anybody who got the save the date has to be invited. Well, you know, we're, we're in a weird situation it. now. <laughs> yeah. So. And I will say as part of that invitation for a specific COVID protocol, yeah. I would say on your RSVP card that you collect, not just the name, but an email address for each mm -hmm. uh, guest. So yeah, then that way, if for whatever reason, you can quickly you have a last minute need to get a hold of people. You don't have your like ants on a random text string and you're trying yeah. to track people down. Your future self will save you. Well, thank you for yes. being organized yeah. now. Um, and also it is worth mentioning if it's on a details card or something like that, that some sort of mention of the world right now. Yeah. Um, you don't want to come off as tone deaf and yeah. you also want to be clear if there is anything explicit that you need to outline for your protocol. Mm -hmm. um, I've had lots of guests doing lots of creative things or um, clients doing lots of creative things. Yeah. And so if there's anything that you need to outline that like, this is a ceremony invitation and our reception will be via zoom or um, yeah. if there's any last minute changes, please check our website, any yes. sort of like language being clear that like we are rolling with the punches here yeah. and we appreciate your understanding in that. Acknowledging um, that things might change last minute just to make sure everybody's safe. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I think that that's super crucial um, yeah. for anybody hosting an event right now that you can expand upon that on your website with however much real estate you want to take up. Yeah. You don't need to make it front and center on your invitation. The part that's going to go up on the fridge that's like the keepsake. <laughs> you don't need to put like COVID-19. Yeah. But like having a details card with some of that information, I think is like a must have. Right yeah. Even just a quick, um, you know, this is our, our current plan. Please keep an eye on the website for or any updated information. Because yeah. the health of our loved ones is important to us. Yeah, I would imagine, yeah. you know, there's there's two different things that, you know, we're talking about as far as guest counts and, and all of this goes. And one is the, what are we going to be allowed to do? You know, what's, especially for indoor events, what's going to yep. be allowed? And then there's what are people comfortable with? So even if we're at a point where you can invite 200 people, the typical average decline rate of 20% is most likely going to be much higher this year. Um, for bigger events, if and when they should happen, you'll probably have people that just aren't comfortable traveling yet, or maybe they want to come to the wedding, but they want to know, like, can I just sit with my family and not with other people? Totally. You know, so a website is is a perfect spot to put all that information. Right, to say you'll, you'll be seated with your household, or we're going to be serving individually plated, whatever. You know, just so they know you're taking steps to be safe. You don't need to put all that in the invitation. No, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, how crazy is this? That it's like it almost feels like, oh yeah, this is the norm now that we talk about. <laughs> totally. And I think it'll be interesting in terms of people's comfort level 
as the vaccine rolls out more yeah. prominently, um, like my husband and I talked about it, that we are invited as a guest to a bunch of different weddings this summer. Yeah. And he is not from Michigan originally. And so yeah. a, a few of them are for like his people who are, none of them are in Michigan. Okay. And so, and even for the one that we're invited to here, it was sort of like, okay, we will plan to go to all of these if we're vaccinated by then. Yeah. And we will go to none of them if we're not. Yeah. If we're not. Yeah. That's like, and everybody's personal stance on that is a different answer. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And everybody's personal choice on what their comfort level is and all of that um, is a different answer. Yeah. And so it'll be interesting to see it, to your point, how that affects decline rates and acceptance rates and all of that as people navigate well, that. And I think also the, the RSVP due dates too, couples are going to have to be ready to be flexible. I mean, we're always used to a couple of last minute changes and things like that, but I think we're going to see more and more of that. Like if you had to RSVP to a wedding in two months, you might be like, Oh yeah, in the next two months I'll get that vaccine or whatever it might be. Or be like, Oh no, I'm not coming. And then, right. you know, so um, and I think generally speaking, the vendors that need those counts, like you obviously need the counts, but it's further away from the actual wedding date, but for like food, flowers, most vendors are understanding that you might not know until it's a little bit closer for this year. So totally. It'll be interesting. Another interesting year, hopefully a little bit more back to normal this year, but yes, still. especially I think as the year advances on I think it, yeah. it will kind of creep back toward normalcy yeah yeah absolutely well, let's hope so let's hope so any yeah. other questions I can no, answer I didn't mean to take this much of your time I thought like okay we'll talk for about a half an hour or so and, and we'll be good I'm but always happy to chat with you I know it's, it's been so much fun doing these just talking about like different things and and because there hasn't been like you know we all had like a handful of weddings last year but it wasn't the full wedding season experience this has been good to to feel back in, in the yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So thank you so much, Leah, again, you know, make thank sure Thank you that so much for having me. Yeah, it's, I, I hope your sale goes well for those if you're watching this before. It goes till Monday? Through Monday night, yes. Okay, yeah. 10% so sure. off on the entire collection, save the dates, invitations, any bells and whistles. I mean, that just sounds like such an awesome, happy medium. You get the custom kind of experience or feel without that, massive investment totally. um, you know that's not not in the budget <laughs> right and i and then that's if it's not in the budget like i get it like yeah absolutely. it's not in the budget for most people yep same with planners yeah right. the full, full planner is not not in the in the mix for most so right well thank you leah have a good weekend thank it was fun you. wrapping up this week with you and um yeah i'm sure we'll we'll talk invitations again soon <laughs> sounds good thank you so right. much kate bye, bye.